fit after 30 show episode number nine the tortoise versus the hare let's go Welcome to the Fit After 30 show, the podcast for those who refuse to accept that they're past it or that their best days are behind them and are ready to demand more from themselves despite some potential new challenges. Aches might be there, your time might be a little limited and your responsibilities are likely through the roof. But ultimately, if you're listening in, I know you're not up for just settling. Welcome in once again as we explore how to excel and balance physique, family and fat loss in this new chapter of your life. I'm your host Sharif Lawton and this is the Fit After 30 show. Boom, welcome in, back in to the Fit After 30 show. It is Monday, the something of the somethings because I don't even know what dates this is going to come out because I'm doing such a good job of essentially batch cooking these up. I'm doing about two to three, maybe even three to four, so that uh, I can now schedule them in, in advance, which is very unlike me. But I'm really enjoying, actually, serving you up this goodness on this platform, whether you're now listening to it on Apple iTunes or Spotify or some other random, you know, podcasting platform, I'm getting into it. One thing before I just crack on with this topic, which is something which I wanted to talk to you guys about, is it would mean the world to me if you were to take... 24 seconds out of your day to tell someone about this, to alert them to this podcast, especially if they are in their 30s or their 40s or above, and potentially could use some of this knowledge, this wisdom, and this uh, different level of thinking when it comes to their own health, fitness, fat loss, confidence, physique, mindset, and uh, you know all the good things in which we, we aim to optimize and talk about on this here show. As always as well, I'm most active on Instagram, at Sharif Lawton, where you could send me a message, send me a DM, let me know if you're enjoying the content, and we can shoot the shit and make sure that you're exactly where you need to be when it comes to uh, yeah this side of your life. If you are interested in inquiring about our flagship coaching program, 23 Lean, please make sure that you DM either myself or Victoria, and we'll be happy to let you know more details because spots are available, are open right now. And uh, in fact, we're coming up to the first live event of 2022 uh, for our private coaching clients, which is gonna be absolutely epic. We've rented out a, uh, a members club just outside of London, whereby we're gonna have uh, the whole day of training, education, dinner, drinks, catch-ups, workshops, seminars, cocktails, high fives and hugs, and uh, I for one cannot wait for that. Anyway, anyway, anyway on with the show, on with the show. In today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about the concept of fast versus slow weight loss because it's that time of the year, isn't it? It's the time of the year where you see the Weight Watchers adverts, you see the Slimming World adverts, you see the potions and the pills which are being pushed on Instagram when it comes to, uh, you know, all things weight loss and take this herbal supplement and this and that. And, you know, I, I don't know, unless you've been living under a rock or unless you're like supremely naive, you should really know, especially if you're a listener on this podcast, that those potions, creams, lotions, pills and powders are going to do absolutely nothing for your fitness and your fat loss without, you know, the, the kind of basics in place. Calorie deficit, whole foods, sleep, stress, 
getting some movement in and all the rest of it, right? I shouldn't need to tell you that. And if that's news to you, then hey, we probably need to get a few uh, a few steps back before we even move on any further because that's that's basics, all right? So with that, obviously, you know, the, the big kind of trend and the backlash is like, that's all nonsense, that's not sustainable, you shouldn't be losing fat fast because it's just gonna rebound and hit you on the ass on the way back. Now, whilst I understand that level of thinking, I actually want to challenge that a little bit because I actually think it's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to these, you know, pedal pushers of pills, potions, powders, quick fixes and all the nonsense which, you know, there's a massive backlash and, and quite rightly so against on, on social media and what have you, right? But as always, we as humans, we, we don't consider that kind of like middle ground. We're always like, you know, one or the other. And I think when it comes to fat loss, that can actually be quite damaging. And in this podcast, I'm actually going to make the case for especially at the start of your fitness and fat loss journey, a little bit more of an aggressive start when it comes to losing body fat. And, and a more aggressive start literally means you losing fat faster at the start when motivation is high and by very inclination and indeed, uh, you know, expectation that your body fat is gonna be at its highest at the start of your fat loss journey, right? Now, why is that? The reason being is because various studies have shown that essentially when you've got, you know, fast versus slow weight loss, there isn't necessarily that just like inherent massive rebound which you would expect from someone engaging in you know quicker fat loss, right? It's more to do with number one, how they actually approach the diet deficit. Not only the mindset, but also the strategy behind it. And number two, I just want us to think about the whole word sustainable and whether or not a calorie deficit and a diet is inherently sustainable. And it shouldn't be if we now think about that, right? Because essentially, if we're losing body fat, if we're in this calorie deficit, if we're eating less calories, then our body needs to maintain function. And we're now pushing as coaches, as trainers, as personal trainers and what have you, that this should now be a sustainable part of your life. Well, am I not just going to end up dead at some point, a bag of bones, right? Of course, I'm being facetious, but the point is that a calorie deficit isn't sustainable and it shouldn't be either right? You should get to the stage whereby there's that nice exit plan. Once you've lost all the body fat you want to lose, we can either now look to gain muscle tissue, improve your physique, or potentially you're just happy with the way that you look and you want to maintain that. But you can't calorie deficit your way through life. That's no way to live and no one should expect you to do so. And I think this is where the message has been kind of missed. Because if again, if we look at rates of fat loss, if you've got someone who's potentially you know, massively overweight. It could even be yourself listening to this podcast. You know, you've just got geared up to really knuckle down with this fat loss thing. And, uh, you know, you hear that the ever so common sort of, uh, you know, recommendations of one pound per week fat loss. And you're like, okay, cool. So that's now going to take me and you do the calculation and you figure out that it's going to take you over a year of grinding out this calorie deficit where you have to say no to certain people, places, things, social occasions, give up the things you enjoy, all because you're trying to go for this quote unquote sustainable rate of fat loss at a pound a week. You know, that notion in and of itself could literally be disheartening enough for someone to be like, F this, I'm not even gonna try because this is gonna be so drawn out so long and I don't wanna basically suffer for a year plus of my life with this pound per week model. And I would say fair play and neither do you need to. But that now doesn't mean that we go on the other extreme and be like, right, everyone should lose, you know, five kilos of body fat per week. Because make no mistake about it, generally, well, not generally, always, the harder and the harsher the deficit. So if you do more activity and restrict more calories, you lose more body fat, simple as that. There never comes a point where your body goes into quote unquote starvation mode 
because safe to say, if we look at, you know, prisoners of war, people in third world countries, you know, respectfully, they don't have love handles. They don't come out fatter than when they started. Their body hasn't held on to anything which isn't there, right? So that's not a thing. So with that as well, if we now realize that, okay, cool, so why don't we just eat nothing and get fast fat loss? Well, because again, you don't actually just want to lose weight for the sake of weight. You do want to actually lose body fat. And if we're therefore not eating enough protein, if we're not resistance training, and if we're not doing other things which are past the scope of this conversation and this podcast, you know, you will simply lose weight for the sake of weight. And I don't know about you, but have you ever seen someone drop weight before? You know, they've dropped X amount of pounds, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds. And essentially they're showing you the before and after pictures. But the reality is they kind of just look like a skinnier, fatter version almost of their original self. They're just like a smaller version of them, but the look isn't actually that impressive. And all that's happened there is they've lost a disproportionate amount of lean mass, right, compared to fat mass. So again, we know that if you're driving your calories too, too low, and if you're doing too, too much expenditure and you're not eating enough protein and blah, 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 you will essentially lose a high proportion of lean mass, which is exactly what you don't want. So that's the first thing against just like not eating anything, right? However, I do think there's that sweet spot and I do think there is actually something as losing fat too slow. Why? As we've just discussed, you get demoralized, you get demotivated, the diet isn't working, you're in this like relentless calorie deficit. So for me, what I like to try and do is basically give my clients little stints of, it could be anything from six, eight, 10, 12 weeks tops probably in a row without some form of diet break, without the ability now to bring your head above water, dive back in and off you go. And we've basically seen so, so, so much better results and longevity off the back of this method compared to basically just like driving someone into the ground. But I guess the main thing to kind of realize is that there is that sweet spot, you know, and you're probably thinking, okay, so you've made a case for faster fat loss, but you're saying that there is definite, you know, um, caution to be had when it comes to too far. So what is the actual sweet spot then? And I'm going to tell you the answer right now. And I think if you're overweight and research would now back this up, you know, anything from 0.5% all the way up to, you know, one, even 1.5% if you're high in body fat, of total body weight loss per week is, uh, you know, exactly kind of where you should be. And if we were to now just kind of give an example of that, if I had a gentleman who was, you know, pretty overweight, 250 pounds, let's say, you know, rather than say, okay, cool, it's going to take you a pound a week, off you go, and he's doing the maths. And again, it's over a year's time before he's going to be the health, the body shape, the confidence he wants to be. And he thinks, right, screw this. Whereas if we go for my model of, you know, 0.5 to 1.5% you know, per week on average, there are going to be some weeks faster, some weeks slower, that's totally cool. But essentially, if we now look at that, you know, 1% of 250 pounds, that's 2.5 pounds per week. Yeah. So we times that by four, he's lost 10 pounds in that month. Whereas if we go with a pound a week, you know, model, that's only four pounds. So can you see how that's so much more uh, kind of like exact and so much more kind of relevant compared to your starting point? So get, get this right. If you're a small female and you're already lean and you're looking to lose body fat, you know, you ain't going to be losing five kilos a week because there's probably not five kilos on you to lose. However, if you're higher in body fat, if it's at the start of your journey, motivation's through the roof, why would you come out the gate slowly? I would encourage you to come out the gates fast. Use that natural momentum which you're feeling because your your motivation, quote unquote, and we can talk about that, you know, later. But essentially, that's really high right now. So harness the power of that motivation come out the gates fast, lose fat fast initially, and then we can now slow the deficit down when we need to. But, you know, this whole thing of like sustainability, people get that mixed up and confused in their minds, you know? The habits 
in which you portray, in which you harness during a fat loss phase. For example, sleeping eight hours, getting 10K steps in, hydration, making sure that we're resistance training, getting that protein intake in. Yes, those are things, those are habits which you're going to need to do for the rest of your life, okay? But being in a calorie deficit and losing body weight, that is not sustainable, nor should it be. So in my mind, why are we now dragging this out longer than it needs to be? Let's focus instead on maintaining that weight. Let's focus instead on building muscle. And guess what? That's not gonna happen if we, uh, if we carry on losing fat too, too slow. So yes, to wrap up this conversation, whilst I completely understand that losing fat at a ridiculous rate for everyone in every single circumstance and crash dieting does often lead to the pendulum hitting you on the ass on the way out because you've got no exit plan. You're absolutely bollocks, tired, hungry, fatigued, and fed up. I'm also... Therefore, not saying that you need to lose fat super duper slow, get demotivated, get demoralized, when the reality is you can maintain all that lean mass in that paradigm of, you know, 0.5 to 1% to maybe even 1.5% of total body weight per week, if indeed you are on the on the heavier spectrum. And then you can do the maths on that and be like, okay, cool. Well, if I now use Sharif's model, I'm actually going to be where I need to be in 16 weeks time, 20 weeks time. That's a lot more manageable, even if you've been struggling for years, than thinking this process is gonna take me a year plus to get right. So, guys and girls, when it comes to fat loss, the tortoise doesn't always win, and uh, the hare can absolutely take over, but it does need to be uh, reined in, and needs to be kind of taken with caution. And I also think that this whole thing, and by the way, I've flown right over 10 minutes, so I've cocked that one up, but essentially this whole thing needs to be taken into consideration with your personality type, you know? Like what sort of person are you? Are you the sort of person who values results? Who values, you know, seeing that that scale drop and seeing the measurements get tighter and seeing clothes feel better and you're getting compliments and you want that and you don't actually mind, you know, a little bit more hunger, a little bit more lethargy, a little bit more food focus, whatever that now may be, because you're seeing those results quicker? Or do you wanna basically take a longer time over it and still potentially enjoy your weekends, enjoy that wine, enjoy this and enjoy that. And basically come to terms with the fact that you're taking the slower route to get there. It's not up for me right now to tell you what's right or wrong. And honestly, this is a conversation which I now have with my clients. I'm like, okay, cool. What's the goals? What's the time frame? What phase of life are you in right now? And what do we need to do to get there? What are the expectations? And we go for like a minimum and maximum. So we're like, okay, cool. Based on what you're telling me about X, Y, and Z, it should take between boom, minimum, and boom, maximum. If we've gone too short, you've probably not listened to my advice whatsoever. And if you've you know, taken too long, then essentially we're dicking about and you could have got the, the job done in half the time. All right. So I just really wanted this episode to essentially give you a little bit of a different uh, a different pulse on, you know, the whole lose fat super slow sort of thing and really kind of this this instant knee jerk reaction to fast fat loss because actually it can be extremely effective if you've got an exit plan, if you've got the motivation behind you, if you've got the right support plan structure to come out of it and you know what to do at the other end of it. Now that really is for a different conversation because that's a whole different skill set which you may not have right now and that's that's fine. All right, so guys, hopefully this was helpful. I'll be really happy to kind of go through with you on an individual basis, um, you know, what you think you should be doing in terms of the level of deficit, fast fat loss, slow fat loss, how that now looks for you, what to be expected and all the rest of it. Like I say, Instagram at Sharif Lawton is probably the easiest way to get me. We can go back and forth. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send it to someone who you know will find it beneficial. I'll love you and leave you and I'll see you on the flip side. Oh yeah.